it have a meaning I love. It means I allow. This is the code that you have to copy and to put in your in your website. Careful about our da data and, and we don't want to give it to anyone. It's something called the right to be forgotten. You said integration with one line of code and right away I'm like, how is that possible? Hey, if you want to be like full privacy, turn off your phone or your devices, go to an island and stay there forever. Uh, here we go again. So this time we are going to go through a, well, I don't know. Is that a new new service per se? I think the industry has been there quite for a while, uh, but we're talking about the brand called ILO or ILO. How, how do you pronounce it? And uh, it's uh, the way I see it. It seems it's, it's a, like a pretty smart uh, GDPR banner. And then basically you can just take care of all the different kind of uh, law requirements in, in wherever in the world you are. And that banner, it just modifies it based on the user's experience. That's what I see. But we have Rodrigo here. Uh, you're the founder of the company. So I'm super glad to have you here. So welcome. Hi, Michael. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much for the invitation. So can you tell us a little bit about your company and yourself? Where are you based? Uh, how did you come up with the idea? Just give us you know, the information about how you got started and a little bit about yourself and company. Of course. So, uh, ILO, a lot of people pronounce it ILO because it makes more sense when you read it ILO, but it's, yeah. a, it's mostly... And a, also Zillow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's correct. <laughs> um, but it, it has a meaning, ILO. It means I allow, and we took out the A in the middle because it was more difficult oh, to pronounce right. right so it means like i allow i give my consent i permit to use my data so that's like the vision that we have with the company that users should be able to give their consent to the companies and uh we are based in uh miami uh there uh, we have our headquarters there but we also have offices in uh spain and uh, brazil and uh we did not start it with this uh company in the beginning uh this is the third pivot that we have, and but it's the one that we uh, where we have got a lot of traction. So we started a couple of years ago. We started working on a project that was decentralized data marketplace. It was a uh, uh, we were creating a network where we allowed people to uh, give their data in a privacy and a and secure way to companies and get a reward. And after two years what we discovered is that it was impossible to get a reward of something that you don't own because the regulation says that you were the owner of your data so you were able to do whatever you want with your data the problem is that if i say hey michael here them uh where is your data which company has your data you will say well yes maybe amazon and google but you really don't have the the, the, the data you don't have like that ownership uh yeah. So you don't have like a box with, oh yes, here's my data. Like, I will give it to you. And uh, so one of the things that we saw in the market is that uh, there's no transparency uh, for the people. So we started the company at the beginning as a, a privacy antivirus app. So it was an app that allows you to discover for the users, the people, which companies have their data. And so we give the transparency to the okay. people. And uh, once the, the people could discover which companies hold their data, uh, we uh, allowed them to uh, control, take control of that data. How they could take control? For example, 
uh, they could with one click request these companies to stop spamming them or even more they could ask uh, to these companies to delete their data so with this new there's a new data right with these regulations where you can ask the companies hey please delete all my data it's something called the right to be forgotten uh, but we would, what we discovered is that the, when the people request this the companies were not answering like even more in the case of the in Europe um, 79% of the companies answered but only 12% of these companies finished deleting the data of the users in LATAM where I'm originally from it was even worse like 37% of the people answer, companies answered and less than 5% were deleting the data so we saw but if we want to create this more like transparency ecosystem, more balanced ecosystem between companies and users, we should uh, transform the way in which companies uh, work with it, with a user's data. And so we pivot to a B2B solution. At the beginning, we wanted to build a compliant platform similar to OneTrust, but for, Latin, for LATAM, because we have all the knowledge of Europe and, of, and also of US, and we said, okay, let's bring this to LATAM. But then what we discover, or after one year, we started growing a lot in Brazil, is that first, we are not lawyers. Uh, we have, of course, a experienced uh, team uh, from legal, but I'm an engineer. My co-founder, Danny, is uh, also an engineer. And we said, okay, we believe in privacy, but we don't believe in generating more terms of use, more text. We believe more in infrastructure. Like What we want to do is that what we are building helps the company to do what they say that they are doing. Because if not, like, you can say whatever you want. And and, and, and sometimes uh, for, the, for those things, you have the lawyers. But then you want technology to do what you really are saying that you are doing. If you are saying that uh, you will respect users' privacy, you need the technology to respect users' privacy. And uh, that's how we pivot once more. And we pass from being a compliance platform to build privacy infrastructure. And that's what uh, ILO is today. And how we do it with one line of code in the company's website. So okay. it's super easy. This sounds kind of like that you have uh, some sort of uh, personal uh, problems with <laughs> with uh, all this tracking stuff, just because, you know, that you told that you personally had this uh, uh, virus stuff, you know, the software in that sense and so on. So Tell me about that. Uh, there must be a trauma in it. So, <laughs> yes, I think that I always, what I thought is that it should be more balanced, uh, like ecosystem. Like previously, I was working also with Teltos and banks and helping them to monetize data, like exploiting more the data. And in a certain time, I said, okay, this is this is not correct. Like it should be more, more balanced. Uh, in my case, to be really honest, we are, of course, we are a privacy company, but we don't believe in this like privacy zero. Like, I'm really realistic. Like, hey, if you want to be like full privacy, turn off your phone or your devices, go to an island and stay there forever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so how? And even that would work probably. <laughs> <laughs> That's correct. But how we see privacy is that privacy is transparency. And control. What means this? For me, transparency, for me, privacy is first transparency to know which companies hold my data, what they are doing with my data. 
and control is okay to, to start doing some actions to control that. So if I want to go to the TV and put my face, okay, I'm deciding to do that. It's not that, oh, I, I, I'm not now a privacy person. No, you, if you decide to do that, okay. Same with uh, social media. Before, for example, with some Instagram, it was not possible to do um, and like it, for your profile to secure your profile and, and like lock it so other people can, will not see it. So those are, those are some small things that shows that you can start controlling your your um, your privacy. We need much more, especially from those companies. Yeah, uh, that's some example. Rodrigo, can I ask as a technical person? <clears throat> you said integration with one line of code, and right away I'm like, how is that possible? Because uh, data might be in many different places, right? Data can be in my own database. Data can be in MailChimp. It can be in, in maybe Google Analytics, maybe less so, but still. So how how does it work? Like, what's the inner working of the service? Perfect. Good question. So what we do to start is we make websites privacy compliant with all regulations around the okay. world, such as GDPR in Europe or CCPA in the US and other regulations. So how we do that with one line of code? You you create an account with our web, in our website uh, with our in our platform. You put your website. What we will do is we will scan all your cookies and tracking systems of your website. We will categorize that. We will create a cookie policy in more than twenty four languages, and we will create this cookie banner. Once you put that line of code in your site, this cookie banner will start working. And how we do to um be compliant with all regulation, we created a dynamic banner. This means that this banner will adapt to the user's region. This means, for example, if someone enters from Spain or from the U, from, yes, from Spain, that person will see what is called a GDPR banner. It's a banner with certain uh, specifications to comply in Spain. But if someone enters from uh, California, it's a completely different banner. And different technology that start working. Or someone from uh, Argentina. I, I live a lot in Argentina. So uh, that's another barrier. So we have a dynamic solution to adapt to any regulation. So that's like our first solution and it's one line of code. Uh, really simple and of course, and you can edit those things because sometimes some lawyers say, okay, I want that this type of water in this, in this country or in this US state. And the second thing what you're seeing is we have a second solution to uh, help you to delete user's data. So if someone asks you, hey, please delete my data, uh, we uh, have a solution very similar to Zapier. What we do is we connect to different systems. So when, with one click, you can delete the data from that users from, as you said, from Mail MailChimp, Salesforce, HubSpot, etc. And for that, you don't need to uh, uh, any line of code. You just have to integrate with our system through OAuth or, or API. So just put some credentials in a secure way. You will connect to those systems and iLaw will delete uh, user state. Well, we are located in, in Europe, so we have GDPR. Yeah. And, um, and, you know, we, we here in Europe, we are pretty uh, careful about our da data and, and we don't want to give it to anyone. Uh, but there's a lot of people... Uh, also here in Europe, they say that, oh, well, I, I have nothing to hide, so why would I care, you know, why does it matter to 
you know, who cares if people have my data? So what do you say? What, what, what do you say to these kind of people? Why it's important that people should have a right to delete their data, what they, what is, what's being collected? Uh, perfect. Good question. So, uh, first, uh, when I say privacy, I say it's like the, uh, transparency and control. It's like, you have the option. If someone doesn't, it's not like, Hey, everyone have to do it. You deserve the option to do it. And so the first thing I, I will start. So by deleting your data, uh, it's something very, it's just something that I recommend, especially from those services that you don't use. Yes. That will limit third parties to have personal data to potentially, uh, avoid, uh, some scams. So that's, uh, the first thing or also to, uh, avoid people from stealing your identity uh for other uses so that's a recommendation if you don't use um, a, a service like to ask to need uh, your personal data and in case of cookies a lot of people ask me the, the the following should i accept cookies reject like i always accept and i always yeah. say the same okay it's your option cookies are not like good or bad and i always give some examples like there's four main categories in cookies the necessary cookies those are the ones that always work in the website. There are the statistics cookies, such as Google um, Google Analytics. That is so, so Google can know more uh, about the people who enter to their website. Google Analytics. Then it's uh, marketing uh, cookies, such as Google Ads or Facebook Ads or yeah. LinkedIn Ads. Those are examples of the cookies that when you enter to a website, you will be tracked and you will see more and more ads. That's the specific cookies that people ask, should I accept or should I reject? If I looking for a flight from Madrid to London, then I see a lot of ads uh, everywhere from flight to Madrid to London. So some people says, I don't want that because they continue, continue and, and show me ads. But our people says, okay, I prefer to say, to see flight yeah. ads and I am not, I don't know. Um, I always, uh, take example, uh, Maybe you don't have a key. I mean, like, you know, irrelevant ads is not problem itself. You know, I mean, like, it's it's all right to see also relevant yeah. ads. So, so it's it's yeah. it's depend. Uh, previously, I worked on a company uh, uh, that's like a sky scanner, similar to sky scanner, but in in, in Latam. Mm, yeah. And one of the things that is very important is like to set up correctly the ad. And and one of the things is like, for example, if you are looking for a flight. We have to try to understand if you then bought a flight or not, because it's very annoying. Like, okay, stop showing me this ad. I already bought my ticket. I'm not going to fly twice to London in this week. Um, but that's an example. That's an example. So people, so are good or are bad. So depending on what uh, you prefer, for more targeted ads or not. But again, privacy. We believe that is like election. Like you have option to accept or to reject but this doesn't mean like oh yes i always accept cookies i'm like a bad person or i'm doing things bad now you're not doing things bad you are deciding that you don't care to see very targeted ads and that's an election of yourself and if you decide that that's okay so if you think about it now there has been a push for migrating from cookies to for example device fingerprinting yeah. or you know, uh, now, for example, you have Google Tag Manager that is server side so that you can actually run things on the server. 
where the visitor cannot really see any interaction with cookies and so forth. So companies are trying to combat GDPR and you know laws that restrict cookies. So what do you think when you know cookies will not be needed when Google Analytics 4, for example, can detect you by using fingerprinting and whatnot? So how how like the future looks like? So uh, one of the things that I always have seen said is that it's not correctly to say uh, a cookie banner. Ourselves, we, we say the word cookie banner, but it's more like a tracking banner, yes? Because these famous cookie banners, uh, what they do is like they detect and they stop or they block tracking systems. And this is very important because they're not only cookies, they're also iframes, they're also other things, yes? And this is very important to understand because if you say, okay, this is not a cookie banner, this is a tracking banner, then it doesn't matter if it's now a cookie or if it's uh, Google Analytics 4, Google is changing everything to something that's called Google Analytics 4. It doesn't matter because another type of, of tracking system will be implemented in, in a certain way. And so you companies will always need, in a certain way, the consent and the permission of the user. We will see how this evolves. We will see especially how Google um, new features evolve. But at the same time as we talk about this, about Google, at the same time, Google is launching a Google Consent Mode. And it's the way like how you integrate uh, Google with uh, Consent Banners. Uh, so Consent Banner is the correct, I will say, the correct uh, uh, phrase, uh, word to describe these technologies. So I think that it will continue to evolve. Of course, the companies that can uh, move faster uh, will give a, a better solution to their um, to their users uh, to or to the companies. But I don't believe that constant banners uh, will disappear. So, uh, if I can ask one more question uh, before you jump in, uh, Michael. So, so the the thing is, is that uh, what, what do you say to people who just say? Let's install AdBlock and let's install, you know, tracking, uh, like preventing add-ons for Firefox, Chrome, and just forget about it. Like not care about anything, just kill all the tracking, every single cookie that tracks you and just not worry about it too much. Uh, I believe that that's great. Uh, and again, it's like a, a specific election of these people. It's like, I don't want to be tracked. I don't want to choose this and I, I will choose an, an ad block. And uh, it's very important for companies such as Isla or another one that to be sure that uh, when, a comp when a person uses this specific technology that the website doesn't break because uh, that's, this is very important. Our solution or any solution of our competitors it has to be very sure that when it's implemented on the website uh, if, the, if the user doesn't accept or reject or if there is an ad block uh, to be sure that the website works smoothly and without any problem. And that's very, very important because it's, an elect it's a specific election of the user. And uh, and again, uh, as I was saying, um, in the case of privacy, there are different types of companies. In our case, we are more a company that says, okay, uh, let's give the users election to choose. Other, one, other companies such as DuckDuckGo that I really love, it's like, no, we don't want to generate any data and we are going to create a browser like without a, and it, I think it's, it's great uh, and the combination of the two is even better 
I've been using because I also well, I think me and me and Adam we both are uh, pretty uh, deep in in tech and all that stuff. So I've been using DuckDuckGo for for some years, and also I've been using Brave uh, browser for it. But then now, just like uh, maybe a couple of months back, I just uh, returned back to Chrome just because DuckDuckGo search, even though it's alright, but yeah, it's still. You know, when you have the cookies, then you actually get more relevant search results, and and which just makes life so much easier. But, but I I absolutely. Uh, what is the no files protector? What you have here? Uh, that is interesting. Ah, uh, good question. Part. So one of the things that we realize is that in GD, like something with GDPR and our regulations, but there's no official certification. If someone says, "Oh, you will be certified by GDPR," that's a lie, and it happens a lot in the market. Uh, there's no like official certification yeah. of the of, like any type of government like you are GDPR compliant. So, and what we give our solution is pretty technical. So, mostly developers, designers, technical teams are the people who implement ILO. So the one of their main question is okay, I'm compliant, like I am certified. And what we say okay, there's no like official certification, but we can give you a certification of ILO. Like yes, we can certify that we say that your web website is privacy compliant. And to show you how much we um, we believe in this and to show you that uh, you can be, you can have more peace of mind, if you have any fine, we will pay it. So in that way, what we generate is more trust in our technology. Uh, second thing is that uh, to show, especially for example in the US, that there's more regulation now per state that we will be updated 24-7 because if there's a new regulation, we want to implement it also because we don't want to pay also fine. You will you will not have yeah. to pay it, but we don't have we don't want to pay it neither. So uh that's like an incentive, especially for our tech teams and our legal team to be twenty four seven updated and especially peace of mind. So that designer, that developer, that product manager can tell to their CEO, to their founder, to their director, hey, I'm using a technology. We are compliant, and if we have any problem, we will not have to pay a fine. So, what do you say to companies that uh, small companies specifically who say it's too expensive, too difficult? I don't care. Like, what can they do to me? Like, I don't want to provide right to you know be forgotten. I don't want to put cookie banners because, for example, when it comes to GDPR, it's not like somebody is checking every single website you know in Europe and making sure that everything is compliant it's more like if somebody complains then i think you have six weeks to remedy the situation if then if you don't do it so a lot of companies i will be honest a lot of my clients just say i will take the risk who cares so what do you say to companies like that what i say to them is first vgd uh, complaints is very complex yes and, and i understand so i i really understand and say i don't want to do it i talk with some lawyers and they want to charge me $20,000. Like, it doesn't make sense for a small company. Uh, so the first thing I will say is you can start and you can start with, like, in our, in our case, $10 per month. And the most important thing is that what we always say is, like, your website is like your house. Yes? And it's the way how your users know you. And it's very important when you are building your house, when you're building your company, in the outside to be very uh, nice, beautiful. Yes, we know, as I, especially myself as a founder, 
that in the inside of your house, in the inside of your company, sometimes everything is a mess. You are still continue building, trying, but to the outside, you have to show you very professional. And in this case, that's uh, the outside of the house and that's your website. And so, for example, with ILAW, what we do is like, we give that first layer of privacy that you need, the concept banner and the, the policies and, and the right to be forgotten. So with that, you are showing your users that you are respecting their privacy. And then as you grow, you can implement all the other GDPR things that you will have to implement in the future. Um, but that's very important to start. And uh, so that's a, a recommendation. Uh, so first thing that, because to comply with, with users, to start complying in an easy way, and, and then you can take other and do other things for GDPR if you want, of course. And the third thing is we are seeing some uh, changes in the mind of the people. So at the beginning, very similar to uh, should, if, if I'm a company, should I protect uh, the ecosystem? At the beginning, companies didn't care really like, oh, I like, I cannot like do things, change how I, I, I produce things. I will lose money. I will lose more money. Uh, why should I do it? Then new regulations appear. They say, okay, maybe I will do it. Then fines appear. And they start saying, okay, I have to start uh, taking care uh, of, of the world. And uh, then the people start saying, hey, you cannot do whatever you want. Like you cannot produce, produce and produce uh, without taking care of the world. And now, for example, in some cases, I have seen some companies that sell bottles of water that they say, hey, for each bottle of water that you buy, we will plant a tree. So uh, in this case, yeah. being friendly with the ecosystem is an advantage. Yes. And uh, same with privacy. Very true. And, and with privacy, we're seeing that it's happening the same. Like if you see the, the last uh, ads of Apple, they are not selling their iPhones saying, hey, we have the best camera, the best screen, uh, the best apps. That was before. Now they are saying iPhone is privacy. The last ads of, of iPhone talks about there are even more um, uh, and, and are also features that they are launching is like iPhone is privacy. And they are trying to sell that. And I and. As more companies see that this is an advantage, as customer service, as quality of your product, as uh, pricing, now privacy is an extra. And it will depend if you believe in this or not. But I believe that this will move forward and forward and more people will take, will take care about this. Uh, so you should implement it also from an advantage point of view. So I, I think uh, this is a really good introduction and a really good overview of your product. Maybe before we wrap up, maybe you could, uh, you know, showcase, demo your product a little bit, maybe in a few minutes, just to understand how it works. Because when you talk about GDPR and privacy and compliance, it's very hard to actually like visualize what is it that you actually offer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And even more, I always say uh, all companies in a presentation or when, when you talk are great. And all companies in a spreadsheet are unicorns, but then uh -huh, you really have to see if the product. So this is the main screen. So the first thing is that we have a dashboard. Yes, with an integration process. So what we do is once you create an account, it will put your website, we will scan everything and you will see this integration process. This is to help you to see the steps that you have to do to, to be 
fully integrated with iLearn. So you will see that you have here in red some things to do. For example, in this case, to integrate the banner, yes? So this is the code that you have to copy and to put in your in your website. Uh, really simple, uh, you can put it through Google Tag Manager, even, and also we have a plugin for WordPress, so this is very simple step. Then is to have the banner customization. So for banner customization, the first thing that we have is a multi-language. Multi-language means that uh, the person who visits your website will see this cookie banner in his browser's language. And we have more than 24 languages. So this is the first step of transparency. So you don't have to build it in English or in Spanish or in French. Uh, it's already uh, automated. Then we believe in the UX. We believe that privacy should not be ugly. If you have an amazing website, you deserve an amazing privacy solution. So uh, you can change the format of the banner. Uh, this is the one that I more, I, I more like. And you can change uh, all the, the colors also. Even more, you can put your the specific color of, of your company. For example, I will change it here. These are some examples. Then uh, you have the widget. The widget is this is, is here, this circle. You can choose to have a widget or not, or you can change even more like the type of widget that you like. I will choose this GDPR. Um, you can change this text, very simple. I will just put one test here and you will see how it changes uh, really, really fast. And then, uh, so we have different dynamic systems. The first is the language. And the second thing is the banner. So our banner is dynamic. This means that we have different type of banners. So this is, this is the GDPR banner. Reject bottom, accept bottom, semicolon, custom permission. Yes, I already accepted that speaker. That's why it's uh, this way. Yeah, custom permissions or the details of the cookies. So this is like the famous GDPR uh, banner. Yes, it it's include it includes a cookie policy. Also, the cookie policy is in twenty four languages. Uh, also, if you add new cookies, we will we will uh, edit the cookie policy twenty four seven. And um, this is the global banner. This is the banner used where there are no very specific regulations, such as in Europe, yes. So there are regulations, but it's not like very clear. So in this case, you don't have the reject bottom. So with this, it's more easy to get more consents. And then you have the famous US opt-out banner. Yes, this is used for California. It's really different. Let me present. Um, so in this case, Cookies are always collected, but in California, you're, you're able to uh, choose this option and to opt out, yes. And what is very powerful from our solution is the banner by region. In the banner by region, what we do is that you can see which type of banner will be shown in which countries or in each state of the, for example, in the US. So this is very powerful because you will adapt to each regulation automatically. And you can change this because sometimes it happens. Like, for example, if you're, you're any, an agency, you have 30 customers and one customer have a lawyer that says, no, uh, we want like in all these countries to use GDPR. Like we want in Australia to use GDPR. Okay, no problem. You can change that. Or, or 
in some cases we have like no uh, we have our customer most of our customers are in florida and they want like a very strict uh also technology in florida so you can add florida here for example and choose um the type well i think that i already added florida and you can choose the here i already added before the type of banner that you want for florida so this is very powerful, especially for agencies that they have to manage 30, 40, 50 customers. And each one, sometimes they ask specific things. No, I prefer this, or I prefer the other thing. So this will allow you to not to implement or buy different technologies, but only just one, just ILO. And you can manage everything here, like in, in one platform. So you can choose um, different websites. Um, we have the cookie categorization. So these are all the cookies that the website has. We categorize automatically. You can change the classification. Uh, sorry. And we have the cookie constant log. So this is very important to prove uh, the, that you, uh, the compliant. Yes. So this um, is an example of how people interact with the banner. And then we have the policies. So as I mentioned, you can uh, create. Uh, you have a cookie policy. If you don't want to use our cookie policy, you can add your own cookie policy. You just put your the, the link to your cookie policy and the banner will change that link. Privacy policy, the same. You can use your privacy policy and link it, or you can use an ILO's privacy policy. It will take you three, five minutes to co to complete because it will ask you some questions and with that will create you a privacy policy. Also in twenty four languages. And uh, so that's uh, for the consonant for the cookie solution, yes. And then when it, what we have is the what we call privacy op ops that is like this uh, form where people can request their data. And with just one click, if you want, you can add this form to the cookie banner. Let me show you how this looks. This is of course and like extra customization, but if you choose. Uh, for the form to be included in the cookie banner, a link that says my rights will appear. And when people click here, what they will see is uh, this form uh, where they can complete and ask if, uh, different um, data rights, such as data deletion. When people complete this, uh, we will verify the user's email and then you will have a dashboard in the platform with all the requests of the users. So this is an example, in our case, with ILO 100% integration, uh, the process. So you are sure that everything fine and, and you are protected, of course. Yeah, looks very thorough. Yeah, now that I, now, now that I can actually see that thing and, and now when I'm comparing, you know, when I was doing my research before this, uh, interview uh i was thinking about it it's just another cookie constant banner and uh and pretty expensive one because there's cheaper ones as as well but now that i actually see, see that it's not just a cookie banner it's it's the it's the whole different kind of a uh software and so now i understand the the pricing stuff uh now it feels like it's it's pretty appropriate only thing is that uh, we as as uh, Europeans because we have a ton of different languages, so we would basically all need to have the pro at least because there's the multi language option. Yeah. So it's always a minimum of forty forty dollars per month. So then again, it 
it goes a bit high, but uh, I mean, I think this is as you know, as far as my experience, this is this seems to be the best and mo most thorough uh, banner service that I've ever seen. So yes, and, pretty good and, job. and of course we're learning a lot of our customers. So uh, we tend as we launch the reality is that as we launch more and more features, like all the features, we start adding it to like cheaper, uh, let's say tiers. So it's very common. Like if we launch like better features as we want, yes, then to start adding other features such as maybe multi-language in the, in the tender tier. So it, that's something that we do a lot. So the beginning, okay, we have these features, let's try to differentiate as, as we launch more and more and more, we start like also adding other ones. Uh, other features to the to the lower yeah. tiers, and uh, yes, and something that uh, we're getting a lot of traction, especially from agencies, mostly because what we have seen is that they create the website, they build amazing websites, then they don't want to put a white cookie banner and like square. It's like Windows ninety eight doesn't make sense for agencies to do that. Second thing to manage all the websites in in one place. We also have roles and permissions, so you can give specific access uh, to your to your customer to a specific website so they can not see all the platform but only their own website and uh, also uh, we have a great scalability in pricing technology this means that we have some agencies that are telling us hey I have for example one has uh, 90 websites and tells us I want 1000 for next year like how this will scale and we have like a in the case of the pricing, we have a, a way where you will pay less for each domain while you're scaling. So you yeah. will not have to pay $10,000 uh, for our technology. Yeah, that would be pretty expensive. And yeah. And the other thing that we have also is like we have an API. So the, our API also allows you, uh, if you have 1,000 websites, integrate those 1,000 websites with our technology in a couple of minutes. So, uh, that's how also we are growing a lot with hosting companies, agencies that want to scale from a technology a technology point of view, but also from a pricing point of view. So, okay, I want to scale, but assure me that I will implement this very fast and also let me know I don't want to spend a lot of money. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And uh, before we wrap up, uh, Rodrigo, you mentioned that you live in uh, uh, Ar Argentina, right? Ah, uh, yes, yes. So I, I'm uh, I'm based uh, I'm in Argentina, yes. Uh, but I'm always visiting our office. I'm mainly in between Spain and also going a lot to our office in Miami. So how big is your company? Uh, how many clients you have so far? Like how like how far are you in your journey? Um, very good question. So we have a little more than 4,000 uh, clients around the world. 44% of them are in Europe, 33% are in the US, and 7% in Brazil. And then we have uh, the other ones uh, all around the world. We have customers uh, in, if I'm not correct, I'm correct, in 67 countries in this moment. Wow. Yeah, we, we are 10 people in the companies, in the company plus uh, consultant. So uh, especially from legal point of view, growth and other things, we use a lot of consultants. Yeah, we don't believe like more people is, is better. Uh, in this moment, we're trying to 
like be very, very efficient in that way, have just consultants for specific things, but we prefer like a very solid team and move faster. We deploy new features in a weekly basis. So that's something as it is changing so much, so much. Uh, we launch new features in a weekly basis, and that's what we believe a, a differentiator. That's awesome. That's really great. That's really great. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time talking to us today. It was truly a pleasure to learn about your company and about yourself. Uh, now that you have demoed the product, I think we both understand it much better and people watching the podcast will probably realize how much value add this service brings. So thank you so much. And uh, yeah, we will definitely be uh, taking a look with Mikhail you know, and maybe using it in our future project. Looks awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Looks amazing. And Miguel, Arden, thank you very much for this invitation. And I'm here for any question, anything that you need. Thank you. That's lovely. Awesome. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you.